Welcome, friends, to today's program. We have a special blessing for you today. We've got Isaac Prater back with us. And if you haven't heard him before, you're fixing to get a real big blessing because he is an anointed man of God. And when he shows up, you know you've been in the presence of God. So, Isaac, welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's wonderful to be here with y'all again and, today, uh, my brother and sister. You just share as you feel led, and then before it's over, give them an update on the orphanage. Okay. Well, uh, brother and brother and sister uh, called me the other day and said, uh, next time you come on, what would you like to share? And I said, well, a subject that's dear uh, to my heart is uh, praying in tongues. Amen. It's a controversial thing. The devil hates it. Make no mistake about it. That's why he tried to bring so much confusion about praying in tongues to the believer because he knows that if you ever get a hold of the power of speaking and praying in tongues and you begin to use that gift that the Lord has given you, he's in trouble. Amen. Because it's like a key that unlocks the door to the supernatural power of God. Amen. When I first got saved and the Lord filled me with the Spirit, and I've spoken tongues as I believe everyone who is baptized or filled with the Spirit will do. They'll speak in tongues as the Spirit gives them utterance. The Lord began to deal with me and speak to me as I was fasting and praying about what I had received. There's not a lot of teaching sadly to say, about the importance of what to do with that prayer language after you received it. I mean, yes. people sometimes stress being baptized in the Holy Ghost and the initial evidence being speaking in tongues, but that's just the very beginning. Amen. When you receive it, <clears throat> you've received a heavenly language. Amen. Paul the Apostle says here in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. So what he's saying there, when you look up that word mysteries, is you're speaking divine secrets. In other words, you're speaking out the secrets of God. The Lord reveals them to you. Praise God. He fills you with the Spirit. And you're, when you're praying in the Spirit, the Bible says that your mind is unfruitful. In other words, your mind is not operating uh when you're speaking in tongues. It's not directly involved, in other words. No sense. It's not cluttering up any. Amen. It's not interfering. <laughs> interfering. <laughs> so that might be a good one. What's happening is the language is coming directly from our spirits, prayed out by none other than the Holy Spirit. Amen. So every word that is prayed when you pray in tongues is according to the perfect will of God. So if we could get a revelation of that and we would begin to 
spend quality time. Everybody say that word. Quality, quality time. Not just when you get around to it. But that means intentional time. That means taking time out of everything else that you're doing for the most important thing that you can do. First of all, we know prayer is so important, but there is no prayer that is more important nor powerful than the prayer of the Holy Ghost. How many know the Holy Ghost is God? Yes, And the Holy Ghost lives inside of us and he wants to pray over our life. So as he prays, as we spend time and the more time, the better, praise God, praying in the language of heaven, the language of the Holy Ghost, then we're going to see the will of God begin to come forth into our life. Doors are going to open that otherwise would have been closed. Amen. Doors are going to close that would have been opened that would have been a detriment had we walked through it. But when we pray out the will of God in tongues and the Holy Ghost, then that door will shut so that we don't walk through the wrong door. Amen. Amen. Glory. Amen. <laughs> I, yes. I call it. I call it the language of miracles. Yes. Amen. Oh, that's that's beautiful. The language of miracles. Yeah. The more that we yeah. pray in that language, the more that we see miracles happen all around us. Praise God. Do you have any questions about it? Uh, yeah. Uh, one just came to me. How come, if the praying in the Spirit is this important, how come we get so slack in doing it? Because the devil doesn't want you to do it, so he'll send as many distractions as you'll receive. But what you've got to do is sign, return to sender. Amen. <laughs> you take all your distractions back to hell where they came from. I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to build myself up because we're living in a world that's always trying to tear us down. And so the Bible says when you spend time praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost, you're actually building yourself up. Uh, Jude verse 20 says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So we're building ourselves up. Paul said we're edifying ourselves. When we speak in tongues, he said you're edifying yourself. In other words, you're charging your spiritual battery. Praise God. And when you do that, that's when the joy of the Lord fills your life. The presence of the Lord surrounds you. Praise God. Angels come and minister to you. Hallelujah. You get dreams and revelations and visions begin to come from, from your spirit, man. Amen. And dropped out of heaven. And all of a sudden you can understand what the Lord wants for you to do. And he gives you not only what he wants you to do, but how he wants you to do it. And then you see it come to pass and the devil can't hinder it. <laughs> he don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> you put the enemy in confusion. The more that you pray in tongues because it's a secret language between you and the Father. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> uh, do you think that when we pray in tongues, we there's 
times that we don't know what we're saying either. I mean, you know. yeah, yeah. He says that. He says, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So no man includes you and me. Yeah. Now, so the only way you'll ever understand it is if the Lord gives you the interpretation for it. And he said, let us pray that we may interpret. Right. So sometimes, praise God, I'll be praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. And this is for my personal edification. But like I said a while ago, he'll minister to me in dreams and, and, and visions and revelations as I'm spending these long seasons in prayer. So he's revealing to me portions of what I'm praying out in the spirit. Mm. He's interpreting mm. these things by the languages of the spirit. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, Kenneth Hagen was a great man of God. I don't know if y'all are. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we grew up on him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, he, he was a wonderful teacher, also a prophet, but could teach the Word of God so uh, beautifully. And so uh, he said that one of the keys to his ministry and his life and his victory and the success that God gave him in the ministry to reaching souls all over the world and building up the body of Christ was speaking in tongues. He would spend several hours a day, many portions of his life, he'd spend six hours every day praying in tongues. And as he did that, the Lord gave him all the books that he wrote. And yeah. see, what happens is whatever gifts and callings that you have in your life, as you spend time praying in the Holy Ghost, it will bring those things out of the spirit into the natural where they can be effective and doing what God purposed for them to do. Praise God. I can remember watching some of his meetings. This was back during the satellite. Satellite had just started in, in the church and the church was bringing in meetings through satellites and we'd watch some of his meetings. It would be occasions when uh, he would just launch out you know, speaking in tongues, oh, it's yeah. such a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is beautiful a beautiful thing. thing. It's a direct line I, of I can even remember occasions when he and somebody else on his staff would suddenly get into a conversation Amen. in the spirit. Amen. They would both be talking back and forth, and it was like they understood what was going Amen. on, even though nobody else could understand the words. Yeah, and you know, you the more that you pray in that language, mm -hmm. the drunker you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I, you know, when, when a man, a natural man is drunk on the natural wine of this world, yeah. he's oblivious to everything that he shouldn't everything be oblivious to. Yeah. Well, so when you, the more that you pray in the spirit and you get in, in drunk in the spirit, praise God, for lack of a better term, what happens is you become oblivious to all the stuff that you don't need to be. Uh, the distraction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that right. you don't need to be attentive to. It's like tunes you in to Jesus. Amen. It's like it focuses all your attention on him spirit. because he's leading you step by step as you're as you're praying in that wonderful language of the spirit so i think it's the most neglected uh tool that the Lord has given to us as the mm. church to get the mm. job done to get the work of the Holy Spirit accomplished in the earth mm. you know you're right you don't hear much about 
praying in the spirit anymore. I mean, for sermons and it going on in churches as a part of the worship service. Yeah. It's a, it seems to be a rare thing instead of uh, a common. Oh, you know, and we, we look at prayer as coming to God with our list and saying, Lord, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. Yeah. Prayer is so much more than that. And so when you talk about praying without ceasing, people are like, how can you pray without ceasing? I mean, I, I've asked the Lord for all the 12 things that I need. <laughs> I don't have anything else to pray for. And it's such become such a selfish thing just yeah. about me, you know, and, and what I want on the earth. But prayer is so much more than that. Because the church is not to be about our own little, uh, you know, uh, situations, but it's about the kingdom of God coming forth in this earth and people coming into the kingdom of God and being delivered and saved and healed and set free and then growing in the Lord. So as we spend time, that time praying in the spirit, that's how we can accomplish when the Bible says Pray without ceasing. Men are always to pray. That's why Paul the Apostle said, I thank my God that I speak with tongues more than you all. He said, but in the congregation, when we come together, I would rather speak five words in a language that you can understand than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Because even though I'm being edified, even though I'm being taught, even though the Lord is, is blessing me and helping me, you're not being helped or blessed or taught. But he said, I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than y'all. When was he talking about? In his private devotional life for the Lord. That's why he had so much power in his life. That's why when he sent out handkerchiefs or, or aprons, they would heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out the devils and raise the dead because he was so full of the power of the Holy Spirit because he prayed in the language of the Holy Spirit so much. Let's look at the, uh, the examples of Jesus and his times of prayer. Amen. Uh, you see where, you know, he went up on the mountainside or he'd spend hours at night, things of that nature. He was preparing for the next days, I guess. Absolutely. Those next days that he would be ministering. And some of the most powerful meetings that I've ever ministered in are after I have spent all day long or all night long Praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy. You just as you come out, the work has already been done. The the praying's already been accomplished, and people start getting healed left and right. But you prayed it out in those night hours. You prayed it out through the day as everybody else was going about doing all the carnal things that they that we do. But you you made that time. Uh, consecrated and sanctified before the Lord. You said, I, I just want you to have your way. You have your will. Uh, Lord God, I just want you to accomplish your purposes in this meeting coming up. So you just spend hour after hour praying in the spirit. And then you come out and the Lord's already there working according to the, what's already been prayed out yeah. in the Spirit. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, you've given us some examples in previous interviews that we've had of some of your meetings where you know somebody was going to be there, somebody was going to receive this kind of healing, 
something was going to happen. Amen. And it was a result of all that. That's right. Well, many times uh, I've had, I've seen as I've been praying in the spirit, somebody that was going to wear a certain color of shirt right. or have no details about them. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord shows me what he wants to do for that person. And so when I get there, the Lord shows me the one that I saw when I was praying mm -hmm. and he does exactly what uh, what I yeah, saw right. beforehand. <laughs> it's amazing. It's neat. Beautiful. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, just, so we can just <laughs> understand the things of the Spirit. But this language is our means by which we can tap into the things of the Spirit that are available that so many neglect to ever tap into. All right, let, let's bring it closer to home now. Uh -huh. uh, people we're talking to and sharing with probably aren't going to be over in Africa uh, in front of thousands of people. They've just got their day-to-day -day life that they're going to, maybe it's at work or, or at school, things of that nature. Still, God will do the same thing for them, right? The Lord wants to do that in them their the United day. States in every uh, area and every means of life. I mean, what if somebody that was working in the dentist's office, mm -hmm. praise God, they're praying in the Spirit. He's a say he's a dentist. He he's a man filled with the spirit of God. So he's he's praying all night long in the spirit, and, and the Lord begins to show him people that are going to come in there, and and he's so full of the spirit when they come in there. Praise God! The Lord's showing him things about their life that makes them say, "Wow, how could you have known that?" And not only do they get their teeth fixed, mm -hmm. but they, they can the get saved, healed, delivered, yeah. set free, <laughs> and right. come into the kingdom of God. Because, And I've seen this with medical doctors mm -hmm. that have been filled with the Spirit, and they pray in the Spirit, and they've had people die on the deathbed. Mm -hmm. Totally expired. No pulse. No heartbeat. They're mm -hmm. putting. They're ready to send them to the morgue. Right. And the doctor says, "Hold on a minute." And he begins to pray in the spirit and pray in the name of Jesus. And all of a sudden, they open their eyes and sit up. Praise God. <laughs> Glory to God. This is the type of thing the Lord wants every believer to see in whatever walk of life you find yourself in. The Lord wants you not only be natural, but He has called you to be. Supernatural, praise God. Yes, yes, praise Hallelujah. God. <laughs> yes, glory That's to God. A what a gift. Day. What a gift, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What a gift. If we just begin to work it. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking back, I was I was fasting and praying in tongues before I, a meeting one day in uh, Crestview, Florida. And um, so the Lord told me that he was going to heal uh, hepatitis C mm -hmm. and so um, so I went to the meeting and I began to preach and the Lord brought that word back to me and I called it out Okay, nobody responded to it <laughs> and uh, so I kept preaching I preached for a few more minutes a couple minutes the Lord said call it out again it was a packed church all the way back to the wall mm -hmm. so I called it out again everybody just looked at me like a calf looking at a new gate <laughs> like this guy missed this one uh -huh. so I started preaching again the Lord said call it out again so I called it out again so all of a sudden this man stands up 
Well, first of all, I find out that this man had been suffering with complications due to hepatitis C. He had it so bad that this was the first time he had been able to come to church in some time. He was a new convert anyway, and so he'd been hit with this sickness. He was uh, throwing up in a bucket every day. He'd withered down to nothing. Praise God. When he stood up in the back, he looked like death walking, just totally gray and pale. So he began to make his way right through the people and walked all the way up to the platform. And he finally said that he was the one that had hepatitis C, had been suffering with it. And, and uh, so... I should have gave him a lecture about coming forth sooner, but no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but he ca he came forth, and uh, and so um, I prayed for. I pr as I began to pray for him, the word of prophecy began to come forth, mm -hmm. and the Lord said, "Tell him I'm going to heal him. I'm going to restore his life. I'm going to restore his marriage. I'm going to restore every area of his life." Well, I, come to find out, his wife had left him he, he didn't he, he, everything had gone downhill he had been on drugs and the enemy had just worked to destroy his health his marriage his his everything so i prayed for him and the power of god knocked him on the floor and he began to vibrate shaking on the platform and um, so i just looked at him it was like that his whole body shaking on the platform. Have you ever seen that yeah, before? I've, I've A lot of people have never like seen it, but mm -hmm. yeah. it was so powerful. So I just went right back to preaching. <laughs> and then uh, after some time, I heard it stop and looked back. I told him to get him up. And uh, as, as this man came out of the spirit he was had been on the operating table amen of the holy ghost and uh he looked like a totally different person i mean the light of god had come forth on him the gray paleness the death-like look had left him and so anyway i preached and left sometime later maybe a month a month and a half later i was invited to come minister uh again in that church i came back and this man had already gained about 50 50 pounds. He wow. testified that the Lord had totally healed him, that he was off all of his medications, hadn't been throwing up anymore, and had gained 50 pounds, which was much needed. And so as I came back over time, he would share more and more of the testimony of how God was restoring his life. Mm -hmm. So he got a weekend, I think it was, where he could spend with his little daughter. She was about four or five, I think. And uh, she she went and spent time with her daddy. She went home to her mother, who had been estranged for, from him for a long time and was wanting to get a divorce. And she told her mother, Mama, Daddy's got God. <laughs> well, so the next time that uh, she spent with her daddy, she went home and said, Mama, Daddy's going to preach. <laughs> Oh, Amen. Wow. Well, before this, from what I found out, he would have been the least likely to ever preach. And we get a glimpse of how shy he was by that word coming forth. And he was just terrified to even stand up and go and receive it. But the Lord can break all that off of you, you know. And, and so he just began to get this boldness. The Lord healed him. And then his wife 
came around to see what the little daughter was, her daughter was talking about and found it to be true. She wanted to get back together with him. God reconciled and and restored and healed their marriage. And sometime after that, he wrote me an email saying, I'm writing a book about what God did in my life. Can I uh, include you in the book? I said, sure, you can put me in there. Just make sure you tell them I didn't heal you. Jesus healed you. I can't heal a fly with a toothache, you know. <laughs> but God is a restoring, healing, delivering God. But if we would just begin to use what we have, if we're filled with the Spirit and speaking tongues, and begin to press in and pray in tongues hour after hour after hour every day, as much time as we could possibly find, then what would happen is our faith would grow and grow and the power of God would get stronger and stronger in our life until we're actually seeing the things that the Lord said we're supposed to see as the church. Question. What if you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you've, you, you speak in tongues, but when you go to pray, you say all that you have to say in just a sh- very short amount of time. And there's nothing else there. Uh, what about that? What what do you need to what do you need to do? That's when you start speaking in tongues. You pray in the spirit. You can pray in the spirit hour after hour after hour. After all you've wanted to pray about in the natural, then start praying in the supernatural. That's why Paul said, "What is it then? I will pray in the uh, spirit." And I'll pray in the understanding. I'll sing with the spirit and I'll sing with the understanding. So we use both our English or Spanish or whatever language and then pray in the spirit. One of the uh, greatest pastors, in my opinion, that's uh, lived in our time in our generation is David Youngie Cho had the had the greatest, biggest, largest anyway. In Korea. uh, full gospel church in all the world. It was called uh, Yoido. Full gospel church. Yoido. Y-O-I-D-O. And so uh, he had all kinds of um, responsibilities, obviously, and obligations every day as a pastor of a work that large. And he said, uh, he said that he prayed every single day for five hours a day. And he said over 75% of that five hours was spent praying in tongues. Somebody said, how can you do all that you have to do and pray that much? He said, the only way that I can accomplish everything that I have to accomplish is by praying that much. And again, 75% or more of that was praying in tongues. Because as we pray in tongues, the angels are sent forth to work and they can accomplish more in one second than we can in decades. Amen. Brother Isaac, we're we're running out of time. We're going to have to continue this on the second program. Uh, 
before the clock runs out completely, could you pray for the people? Yes, Father, I just ask you, if you will lift your hands up right now, if you've never received the Holy Spirit, if you want a fresh feeling right now, be filled in the name of Jesus Christ. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, may the power of God come upon you right now and set you free, deliver you, and fill you to overflowing. In the mighty name of Jesus, God bless you. Amen. Amen. This is Bobby. And Frank. And Brother Isaac. Isaac saying, God loves you. Yes. And so do we. Hallelujah. See you next week.